Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another Monday Morning Art Talk. I'm Steven Silver, character designer and teacher, dedicated to helping you learn about the art industry and living up to your potential. Whippee! Welcome to another Monday morning art talk. I wanted to share with you on January 25th, I'm going to be doing a caricature workshop for live gigs. So if you ever had the desire to go draw at live parties, to draw at shopping malls, to draw at theme parks, it's how I started. It's how I made a living for a long time. I still, after all these years, 29 years later, still make money and earn a living doing caricatures all the time. So it's a great thing and I want to, um, can share with you through the whole day, my process and how to do it so that you guys can do it. It's again, great way to start if you want to move into your, uh, just a career of drawing. A lot of people um, do really well with it and it's, you know, people love it. I, I, I think what I love about it the most, every time I do a gig, every time I do a party, you're working with the clients right in front of you. They're sitting there and you can have a conversation with them and they enjoy it and you show it to them and there's laughter and there's instant gratification, instant reward um, just from them. And also you get paid at the same moment and the same day, as opposed to sometimes when you're working doing freelance and you're dealing with the clients, you don't see their face, you don't hear their expression, you don't know if they like something or not. And I think that's what I sort of really gravitate towards and love about doing live caricatures. So uh, check it out on my website at silvertunes.com under the workshops button and you can learn more about it. All right, um, so today I wanted to kind of talk about, it's, it's not about caricature, but it's about finding who you are, discovering who you are as an artist and pursuing that and, and following through with that and not trying to always be someone else. And why I say that is because you do want to be someone else oftentimes when you start. And I recall back to when I was starting to do caricature and I was young, I was 18. At the beginning, before I understood art, I didn't really, there wasn't necessarily that person. I didn't know of enough artists to discover. And I think this is all part of it. We got to discover, we got to research, we got to find these different artists. And it's even easier today than ever. Back in the day when I was 18, before the internet and all that, it was a little tougher, right? How did we discover people? We found them in the bookstores, mainly. We saw them maybe an interview on TV. They were written up in the newspaper. Uh, they were cartoonists. They were, you know, doing the gag cartoons, doing political cartoons. And that's how you sort of saw these artists. And that's why in my generation, I feel like a lot of, you could talk to a lot of people who are in animation today and a lot of them will probably tell you, I wanted to be a gag cartoonist. I wanted to be a strip cartoonist. I wanted my own Sunday morning, you know, weekly strip. And that was a desire that I had too. 
because that's what we were influenced by and that's what we saw. We watched animation, but um, I don't know, maybe for me, I, I didn't really think about it as a career necessarily. I, I just didn't know at that point. But the thing is, is just you're trying to, you gotta try to find those, those people that you want to sort of be like before you can find your own voice, who, who you are. And then when you discover that, so for me, when I discovered caricature through Mad Magazine, Mort Drucker and Jack Davis, when I was in 11th grade, that was like, oh my God, man, I feel like I know who I want to be now. And I want to be these guys. And I want my stuff to look just like them. And I'm going to copy them because I thought that at that time, and I still believe it, you know, it's like, I just wanted to copy and learn and that that was okay. I always, I never looked at copying ever as a bad negative thing. And I just knew I wanted to be that artist. But later on, what I discovered was you can't always just be that other artist. You're gonna have to find who you are and that's through this journey of discovery and, and experience and all these things you're, your true colors, your true voice is in there already. Like you have your certain way of walking, you have your certain way of talking, you have your certain way of writing, your handwriting. It's in there. It's, it just needs to come out somehow. And how does it come out? Just through doing it repetition over and over and over again. But I, I want to say that in the beginning, you are going to copy and you are going to learn. And this is what you want to do. You want to, you do want to be like someone else in the beginning. And you love their stuff. And even you guys watching, you guys watching on all your Instagram followers and you see these different artists you admire and you go, man, I love your stuff. And God, they're so great. And they're, they're showing you stuff and you go, I want to be like them and I want to draw like them. And, and oftentimes the only detriment to it now, I'm just going to throw in there real quick, is too many people are copying too many people. And so all the stuff looks the same where people aren't realizing, hey man, me copying that person, that individual and trying to find what I love about their line weight, the way they do gestures, the way they paint, the way they tell stories. They're trying to copy that voice, but they're do it's just becoming uh, too much of a blanket and broad statement and not doing it enough of your own, truly just trying to find your own voice. And this is gonna be the most important thing that you're eventually gonna want to do because that's what people are going to want to see and you'll find you may find even through instagram and these other areas facebook that god why do these artists have the the followings they have why do people gravitate towards them why are they buying their their stuff and it's usually because you as an artist have um, a love and respect and admiration for that artist's style and that artist's work, but how did that artist get their style? How did they find that voice? Is again, just through their own experience of learning from others and copying. So I don't want to ever discourage you, ever, and I never will, from learning and copying from others. But this is what this is about, is just discovering who, what your work's gonna be and then what it's gonna, you know, amount to. Sometimes what I've found and I've done art talks on this, people have struggled, many industry folks that I know struggled because they've been working on so many other productions their whole life, working on other people's stuff, other people's style. They go, I don't even know what my style is. Even though they kind of do, it's still in there. 
you just kind of don't realize it. It's like for myself sometimes, I know that I have a distinctive way of drawing. And it's funny to me because when I break that pattern and go, I just want to draw in this different realm and different style, I've noticed that people just don't react to it, you know, which is an interesting thing. They're just like, that's not what they want to see from me. They don't want to see my my realistic stuff. They don't want to see my, my figure drawings, my, you know, realistic things from me. They just want to see me as the artist that is simplifying stuff and just using shape. And, and I know that, but for myself as an artist, I know that I had to, I, I have my own, my own voice. And I feel like my voice comes out when my voice comes out. You know, it's like at one moment I could say, I want to talk like this. And the next minute I want to kind of talk like this. And I just want to do a whisper. And I, you know what I'm saying? So you kind of go through those phases, your own voice. You can be loud. You can be soft. You can be broad. You can, you can change that. Um, but it's always going to be your style a lot of time is going to come from, you know, even though it might change, it's going to be a feeling an aesthetic, you know, that might come through on your drawings that people are still going to recognize it as you. Uh, again, it's your again your own signature. It's your own way that you're communicating through your voice. That's how people are going to start recognizing, you know, your work. But most importantly, don't worry in the beginning about this. And that's one of the things I just wanted to share because that's what I come across a lot is a lot of people just worry so much about trying to look like someone else or have their own voice or be their own independent style and have that. But how can you have that right away? I, I just don't see it. I just don't, I just don't know sometimes how that's possible really. I mean, let me just refrain. Let me go back because as I'm talking, I'm saying these things, these other things jump in my head where people, there's a, uh, a movement, which I just heard about just recently, not recently, a couple of years ago when I was in Israel. And it's called like a naive style, naive movement. It's the naive painting. And people are buying and following this naive painting because these are artists who are doing their own interpretation of things that have never been trained. Never, you know, been, you know, sometimes you don't know. Did they learn color or do something from somewhere? Oftentimes they do, but they won't say they did. But there's a lot of people who don't, okay? There are those people. They just, they're just like monkeys or elephants. They're just like, they're doing their thing. And I think we all have that. We all have that urge. We did that when we were kids. Our own little finger painting, our own little crayon drawing, blah, blah, blah. You're doing your own thing. And so what they're doing, the naive painting is that they're doing their own thing, but they never go beyond. I'm not going to look at other artists work. I'm not going to study art. I'm just doing what is in us. And that's great. I just think that there's a lot of people that are who are doing that. Definitely, I would say are more sculptural, are more painterly, are more fine art related because you can get away with blue bloody murder with a lot of that stuff. But when it comes to the sort of real draftsmanship, when it comes to the real study of animation, when it comes to the real study of, you know, story and illustration, storyboarding, things like that, 
you got to build up your chops. You know, you got to learn. You got to try to take in knowledge from somewhere just to keep, you know, building and start to understand how things work through that study, through it's your own study, just breaking things apart. Eventually, you're going to, uh, you know, form your own voice from that. But that's why I'd say just make sure that you're, again, depends on what it is your goal is. I, I feel like a lot of people that listen to me uh, through my art talk here are probably more animation bound, uh, illustration bound. So it's just something that I would recommend. Just don't try to, to fight who you are. Don't try to resist your voice. Don't try to beat up on yourself and feel like uh, by comparison that I'm just not good enough because your stuff's not looking like that other voice or that other person. It's just look at it as a training ground. Just that's it. Just look at it as I'm going to study, I'm going to learn, I'm going to take in, and then I'm going to start to do my own stuff. Now I've taken in that knowledge. Now I can start doing my own interpretation. And then that part of you that was always in there starts to somehow come out through that knowledge, right? It's like I've acquired that knowledge of how to draw an ear, or a head or a profile or a body. But now I have that understanding of balance and I have the understanding of proportion and I have the understanding of maybe lighting and I have the understanding of construction and I have all these, these knowledge-based things within my head that are spinning at a thousand miles an hour. But now you're throwing your own little unique twist to it, just the way that you're gonna draw a line, the way that you're going to infuse an emotion or a feeling into it. And that's when your style will become recognizable to you where you can flip through and you go, God, you know, I love that guy's style, right? That's what people, I love that guy's style. I love that guy's drawings, you know. Um, but that's it. So that's what I want to share with you today. Just don't, um, don't fight it. Don't resist it. Make sure that you're practicing it that you're applying it, that you're trying it, and uh, that's it, all right? I wanna big, give a big shout out to all my Patreon followers. Thanks again for your support, and just keep in mind, if you're interested in learning how to make a living doing live caricatures, I'm doing a workshop on January 25th, and you can check it out now. And before January 5th, um, I'm giving a, a nice discount if you sign up before then. And please, you know, share this wherever you can. I greatly appreciate that. It's just not about me getting more likes or anything on here. As you know, I don't have any, um, I'm not doing any ads. I don't get paid through YouTube or anything like that. I do it because I want to reach people. That's my purpose, that's my passion. I just wanna get stuff out there. I just, I know that people are struggle and they they fight alone a lot of the times and are lost and don't know where to go and what to look for. And then all it takes sometimes is from one person sharing it to the next and someone discovering it and go, holy moly, this is what I've been needing in my life. So that's something that you're able to, to give and do by, by doing things like that, just sharing sharing books, sharing knowledge, sharing anything that you find that helps you in your life, you know can help other people in their life. All right, so that's it. Make it a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. To learn more about my Skype mentorships and workshops, please visit silvertoons.com. And if you like, sign up for my mailing list where you'll be notified of any upcoming workshops or events. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week.